0: Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Expanding oil and gas is the last thing we need to be doing. And we may be funding it from our own pocket without even realizing it. Welcome, neighbors, to Hometown Earth, the podcast that brings a down-to-earth approach to all of your sustainability questions. I'm your host, Lena Sanford, here on the Believe Network. Here, we believe that everyone can change the world. Do you believe? I'm a Midwest gal with big dreams to discover what it takes to reduce my impact on this beautiful place we call Hometown Earth. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate what actions we can take, big or small, to make a positive impact in your life and the lives of your neighbors on hometown Earth. Hello, neighbors. We've been talking about consumer behaviors and improving them to be more sustainable. One thing we do almost daily is spend money credit cards, debit cards, Apple Pay, Venmo, PayPal, loans, the list goes on. While we might think about what we choose to buy as consumer behavior, the banks we use and the apps we use are also part of that equation. A lot of the time, the bank or lending institution itself is the last thing on our minds because everything is digital. We don't see the faces of people behind our banking like we used to. We don't talk to them each time we need to get our money out. Sometimes we will never talk to who is dealing with our money. Banks make a profit using the money in your checking, savings, or other accounts to invest and make loans to other people, businesses, and organizations, It doesn't just sit there waiting for you to access it. You don't have a say in making those financial decisions or investments, even though it is your money, because you've already decided to bank there and trusted them with your dollars. But companies and projects that fuel the fossil fuel sector and lead to deforestation, new oil pipelines, and pollution all have to have financial institutions backing them as well. Expanding oil and gas is the last thing we need to be doing, and we may be funding it from our own pocket without even realizing it. Medium reported that in the years 2016, 17 and 18, since the Paris Climate Accord was adopted, JP Morgan increased its funding to fossil fuels by nearly 200 billion, a third more than Wells Fargo, which was about 150 billion dollar increase. And the competition for minor places was closer citibank increased its financing by 129 billion and bank of america by 107 billion even today fossil fuel financing remains dominated by four u.s banks jp morgan chase city wells fargo and bank of america who together account for one quarter of all fossil fuel financing identified over the last six years, according to a 2022 report. The problem is that fossil fuel projects continue to catapult us into more climate chaos. We need to be defunding, not supporting these types of projects. One report says that potential emissions from fossil fuels already in production or under construction, the wells already drilled or being drilled, the mines already dug, takes the world well past 2 degree Celsius of global heating. And in production, oil and gas alone more than exhausts the 1.5 degree Celsius carbon budget. They say the experience shows us that new oil and gas fields and new coal mines, once developed, are locked in. There is overwhelming pressure to fully extract them. Furthermore, new or expanded fossil fuel infrastructure drives expanded extraction upstream. Many of these banks have changed their language to be more environmentally friendly in the last few years or said they're committed to net zero policies decades in the future. Unfortunately, it isn't stopping what they're funding now for an imaginary goal that lies decades ahead of us. They're greenwashing us and we're buying it literally and it's not just fossil fuel itself. We know that everything is interconnected. Climate change due to these large emitters has caused many disasters that cost too many people their livelihoods and lives. We know that it is a dirty and polluting industry that disproportionately affects minority populations and that they are unjustly taking and using land that doesn't belong to them, something that indigenous peoples have resisted for decades. And it continues to widen the gap between the poor and the rich, making it even more important where your dollar is held. So, that's a look at the situation, and hopefully, you've held on to hope knowing that there are better alternatives because you read the title of this episode Green Banking, Investing in a Cleaner Future. So, what is green banking? The Coalition for Green Capital defines green banking as mission-driven institutions that use innovative financing to accelerate the transition to clean energy and fight climate change. While fighting climate change, many also have additional objectives, such as improving resiliency or serving low-income communities. You may also hear the terms ethical banking or sustainable banking, which are used interchangeably a lot of the times. Green banks commit to the triple bottom line, planet, people, and profit, meaning they don't only care about profit like the big guys do. They care about funding projects that will benefit everyone sustainably. So how do they do it? Well, just as unsustainable banks can finance sectors that advance extraction and climate chaos, green banks can finance companies that support clean energy and climate solutions. They make capital more affordable and available to clean energy projects and companies. They co-invest and share knowledge so that these clean energy companies can thrive and the energy they're providing can be deployed at a lower cost. And they also educate consumers on ways to get clean energy and save money. Consumers win, and developers and investors get more out of their clean energy projects funded, making it much easier for unsustainable energy sources to get the boot. A few ways to tell if a bank is green is to look at their certifications. The top four are certified B Corps, which we've talked about before, and it is the golden standard. Number two is the Global Alliance for Banking on Values, three is fossil fuel certified, and four is 1% for the planet. A lot of green banks will have multiple certifications, but these certifications should signal to you that they're doing something good with your money that they're socially and environmentally conscious, that they're transparent and vocal about where their funds go and what they're using yours for. They invest in local communities and have consumer-friendly policies. Even if a bank doesn't have a certification, you can look to local banks and see which ones are using their money for good. One example of a green bank is Aspiration. Aspiration is an online-only green bank that is a certified B Corp, 1% for the planet, and they give back and choose sustainable investments. They say that for every $1,000 you transfer to Aspiration from big banks, it has the annual planet-saving climate impact of up to 6,000 fewer miles driven by the average car, You'll be able to plant a planet-saving tree with every purchase you make, and you're rewarded with cash back when you choose to purchase from sustainable companies. You can track your progress towards being carbon neutral each month with their credit cards, bank fees go towards charities, and they have an investment fund that you can be a part of that shares exactly what industries and holdings they invest in, all fossil fuel free. And as the cherry on top, their cards are made from recycled ocean plastic. Now that's just one example, but you can choose from plenty of green banks to see what works for you or even your business. I'll link a few in the episode show notes so that you can start researching what fits your needs and values. The point of all of this is to say that your money matters. Each time you swipe or hit buy now, you're saying something, standing for something. So stand for something good. Wouldn't it feel amazing that you're doing something good for people and the planet every time you buy something that you're doing good for yourself and you might even get financially rewarded for it? That's just amazing. We need to be careful about what we buy who holds our money and what they do with it? We need to cut these unsustainable projects off at the source, their capital. And the best part is, you don't have to be a financial whiz to do it. Helping serve the planet and people can be done by just switching your funds from one account to another and letting the certified green banking institution that you've trusted and vetted to take it from there every time you purchase like you normally would. It's taking your sustainable purchases and allowing them to go a step further towards zero. So for this week's Something to Grow on, you get another challenge. I want you to count how many times each day you use your banking institution You can make a tally on your phone, on a piece of paper, or just kind of mentally recap at the end of each day. If you're good at budgeting, you can even look at how much money you spend each month and how much you keep in the bank. Look into your banking institution and see if you can find out where your money is going. If it's hard to find an answer, it may be time for a change. Switching is really easy. I promise I actually just switched mine over and it took about 15 minutes. You can slowly move money from one account to the other, making updates to your subscriptions or recurring bills until you've got your money invested somewhere that aligns with your values. I promise it will feel so much better. I'll end with a quote adapted from Janice Stanfield. You cannot do all the good that the world needs, but the world needs all the good you can do. So keep doing good. Until next time, thanks for joining me, neighbor. We all know change needs to happen. So let's get started right here at Hometown Earth.
0: When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers.
1: Hey, Brian, those are really good questions.
0: They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying.
1: I work with first time buyers all the time. I got you.
0: Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.